Almost giving you strategies Populating heaven, plundering hell Is what we wanna see Through the Holy Spirit and the Word Kingdom business plans It don't take much for little is much In the Master's hands Welcome to CMI Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Dan Williams. Check out our ministry website at riverfortmyers.com for any ministry materials and updates. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We got a, <laughs> I'm telling you, we got a powerful message lined up for you. I want to talk about Pentecost and the effects of the message. Pentecost and the effects of the message. The message is everything. The message conveys the points and the thoughts and the heartbeat of heaven. The message of the gospel is everything. So Peter preached to the crowd in Acts 2 and 14 through 41. We talked about Pentecost, tearing with power, and now we're studying the first sermon given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to Peter, and we're going to break down this sermon. Uh, This is powerful because it uh, not only got people stirred up, but it invokes a lot of hatred. People mocked Peter while he was speaking on the influence of the Holy Spirit, but that's all right. You know, whatever man mocks, God anoints. Whatever man mocks, God anoints. So Peter assured the people that the state of the disciples were not totally intoxicated with new wine. Why? Because during that time was normally morning worship, and that's highly improbable that they were intoxicated with wine during that time. And it was unusual for even drunkards that time to even get drunk during that time. And also, it was also like a regular thing for Jews to practice not to eat or drink until after prayer, not during prayer time, especially during sacred uh, days like the Sabbath or feast days. But one thing is to take notice that Peter was under the influence of the Holy Spirit and began to quote scripture upon scripture, especially out of the book of Joel, line upon line, precept upon precept, breaking it down under the influence of the Holy Spirit in a powerful way. I mean, he began to the fulfillment of prophecy of Joel, beginning with Peter and the apostles, but it continues throughout the last days, culminating in the signs in the heavens prior to the second coming of Christ. So Peter's message is the fulfillment of Bible prophecy, which is powerful within itself. This has to be one of the greatest sermons in the Bible, hands down. One of the greatest, I mean, next to the Sermon on the Mount in Jesus, this sermon right here is one of the greatest sermons, hands down, in the whole entire Bible. And Peter's message focuses on Jesus, which is key. 
a lot of times people aren't they they're preaching every other it's it is possible to preach another Jesus according to the Bible. But we need to keep the main thing the main thing, which is Jesus and him crucified. Of course, we need to preach the life, death, burial, resurrection, and the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is so important to preach Jesus. Why? Because when you preach Jesus, he shows up. When you preach Jesus, he shows up. And when Jesus shows up, he's going to touch people. He's going to set people free. People are going to be liberated from their chains. People are going to be liberated from their past. People are going to be liberated from demonic pressures and oppression and possession. And God's going to come and totally set people free by the power of the living God. So we can see on this message that Peter was preaching here and he was totally being used by the Holy Spirit. He was quoting from Joel and and he was quoting with such accuracy and such power that people couldn't resist what he was saying because he was lifting up the name of Jesus. Because he was talking about Jesus, people were experiencing Jesus. My goodness. The heart of the message involved who Jesus was. And of course, you can't preach Jesus when not knowing who Jesus is to you. You cannot preach Jesus without knowing who Jesus is to you. What was Peter speaking about? His sinless life. Peter got cleansed from sin. From a, He got cleansed from a, a, a past that haunted him. His life in ministry. His life in ministry. He preached Jesus' life in ministry. Of course, now Jesus' life and ministry was now in Peter. He, he talked about his life and ministry, but that life and ministry was in Peter. He talked about his crucifixion in verse 23. But then now Peter was crucified with Christ too as well. His resurrection, Peter was preaching about his resurrection in verse 24 and 25. But lo and behold, that resurrection power was now in Peter. And Peter was talking about his exaltation. He was talking about his exaltation in verse 33. But now Peter has a glimpse of the glorified Christ because he's seen. He was an eyewitness of his exaltation and his ascension. And Peter was an eyewitness to his ascension because he's one of the 12 apostles of the Lamb which, by the way, nobody else is being added to that number. Now, and also, last but not least, his enthronement. And that's uh, verse 34 and 35. And Peter knows that Jesus was the King of kings and our Lord of lords. And now Jesus is sitting on the throne of his heart and also sitting at the right-hand side of the Father. Hallelujah. Now, that was the heartbeat of Peter's message. And glorification. Now, God was glorified. So it's not just a life, death, burial, resurrection, but his ascension and glorification. So Peter's message ref reflected the glorification of Christ. Peter was under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and was receiving revelation while he was speaking. He was listening to the divine teacher while he was preaching that message. 
Man, that is so powerful. That is so powerful. Well, let's go into a commercial break and we'll be right back. Man, I'm telling you, this podcast is blessing me already. And uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and then we'll get back and we'll continue with the message of the fire of Pentecost, the fiery message that comes from the fire. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be right back in just a moment. Hey family, thank you for tuning into our podcast with Pastor Daniel. We plan to reach over a thousand listeners per week and we need your support. Go to our website and sign up for our email list and to find out more about our ministry and various social media platforms, events, seminars, and ministry material to build you up spiritually. Also, please pray about becoming a partner to help spread the gospel around the world. Lastly, we pray that revelation in these podcasts will help you grow and prepare you to do what God has called you to do. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And now let's get back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Man, I'm just getting into this message. I'm getting into I am enjoying this message so much. And uh, Peter's message was totally inspired by the Holy Spirit. It was not Peter speaking, but it was the Holy Ghost speaking through Peter. Although people may have heard Peter's words, but it was the Holy Ghost speaking through Peter. May the Holy Ghost speak through us like he spoke through Peter. May, may we be can totally, totally full of the Holy Ghost. We're totally full. Our message will be full. If we're leaking, um, our message will be saturated with power. Now, Peter explained what was happening in the heavenly realm in Acts 2, 33-36. It says, Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Holy Spirit. So now, Peter is highlighting the promise of the Holy Spirit. He poured out of this which you now see and hear. So this is the promise which you now see and hear. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he said himself, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. That's the exaltation till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. He, he's both Lord and Christ. Amen. Jesus was exalted at the right hand of God. The right hand of God speaks of power and authority, power and authority, the right hand of God. Jesus received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father. So now Jesus received the promise of the Holy Spirit through the Father. Jesus himself was the comforter. The Holy Spirit's a comforter. That's why he had to die so the Holy Ghost can be with us all. Because Jesus in his earthly ministry was limited to just him and his body. But he had to die so the comforter would come to us all. So those who receive him as Christ can now be recipients of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father. And Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Ghost because he received that promise. Now, Jesus poured out the Holy Spirit on the disciples who were waiting for that promise. Amen. Jesus poured out the Holy Spirit for the disciples that were waiting for that promise. 
And God established Jesus as both Lord and Christ. So the two titles, Lord and Christ, contains in it uh, much of what the church has came to understand, the exalted nature of, of Jesus. The title Lord was the accepted title for God in the Old Testament times, and Christ was equivalent to the Messiah. So he is Lord God, and he is Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. He is the Lord Jesus Christ, all into one name. Hallelujah. He is the King of kings and is the Lord of lords. But Peter concluded his message with a response from the people at Acts 2 and 37 through 40. Man, this is some good stuff. May, may every sermon be anointed like this. May every sermon come from the fire of Pentecost to experience by receiving the baptism of fire. May we speak with fire. May when, when we speak, may people catch a blaze. May when we speak, may people feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. May when we speak, may people feel the fire of Pentecost. Hallelujah. So in Acts 2, 37 through 40, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. See, people were, were feeling the conviction. He, he didn't make them have conviction. The Holy Spirit used his words to cut them to the heart. And he said, Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brother, what shall we do? And Peter said to him, repent, which was turn from your wicked ways. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, totally blotted out, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So your sins must be dealt with before receiving the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. That's why repentance must be preached in our messages. For the promise to you and to your children and to all that are far off, as many as the Lord your God will call. And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. He testified. Why? Testify. Because that's the spirit of prophecy. And then he exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. The message was for whosoever, not whatsoever, whosoever. Whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the message produced the conviction of sin. Do our messages produce the conviction of sin or do our message make us happy in sin? Does our message, the message do we hear, does it make our make us want to wallow in sin? Does the message we hear, does it make us want to play with sin? Or does the messages that we hear get rid of sin and makes us want to get flee from sin? We must have that Pentecostal message. I hear people preach all kinds of stuff. But may our messages be from the Holy Ghost. May our messages be of heaven. And may our messages produce people that repent, change lives, and souls being added to the church. So this message produced the conviction of sin. People were cut to the heart, or you can say cut to their spirit. The Holy Spirit worked the word to bring the conviction of sin. Notice that Peter didn't make them have conviction. It wasn't forced through Peter. The Holy Spirit worked with the word to bring conviction. That's why we must take the word and read it because when we read the word of God, the word itself is powerful. It's sharper than any two edged sword, separating joint and marrow, bone and, and soul and spirit. And I mean, the word of God is sharper than any two edged sword. 
and is a discerner of the thoughts, the intents of the heart, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The word of God deals with, deals with the motive. Man, that is so good. So, and that's of course on John 16, eight through nine, we'll confirm that for you if you need a scripture reference. But the Greek word used only here means literally to be sore, sore pricked as by a sharp pain, sore pricked. So that means they couldn't get around it. It was, man, it cut to the source of their being that they could not ignore it. It, po it, this, it also points to the emotion of pain in the hearts caused by Peter. You know what? People said, man, I don't even want to be sinful. And that's what the message has to do. Reflect. When we listen to a message, people must see themselves. They see their heart's motive, their intent. And that takes the, the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And they cried out, what shall we do to be saved? When's the last time you preached and somebody did that? I preached the other day and someone came to my door after service and said, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. I was dealt with. My heart was convicting me. I don't want to live in sin anymore. That's what true conviction will do. That's what true conviction will do. We'll get into some more of this in the next message. And uh, I'm telling you, where does time go when we do these podcasts? But I don't want to make these podcasts any longer than what they have to be. I want to get to the point, and I want you guys to be blessed with this. So I thank you guys for tuning in and listening to CMI Podcast. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. So check out our website at riverfortmyers.com for more ministry materials and updates. And I'm your host, Pastor Dan Williams. Until next time, God bless. Supernatural downloads giving you strategies. Populating heaven, plundering hell is what we want to see. Through the Holy Spirit and the Word, kingdom business plans. It don't take much, for little is much in the master's hand.